All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Versatility Podcast. I'm your host, Jules. I always got to do that, man. It's, it's a part of the thing. <laughs> but um, today, I'm here with uh, one of my childhood friends, actually. Um, want to introduce yourself, man? Uh, my name is Isaiah Thomas. Uh, like Julian said, we, we, we go way back, man. Way back to when we, we probably like... 10, 12, uh, uh, I want to say 10, 10, yeah, 10, yeah. something, yeah. something, it's a long time, bro, it's not, it's, yeah, yeah, for sure, so we got some, <laughs> no, for yeah. real, but um, thanks again, Isaiah, for coming on, I really do appreciate it, um, so we're just gonna get into it, uh, I got a lot of things I want to go over, uh, and as everybody who, who's been watching the podcast, I'm back in my room today, uh, because doing this on Zoom and stuff, so I wanted to make sure you know it's easier to handle it and yada yada. Either way, that's neither here or there. We're back with another podcast, and a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of things have happened. So you know, let's let's get right into it. So starting with uh, the news, uh, it's a little more basketball related, a little bit. And uh, Zay, I know you probably heard because I know you into sports and stuff, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two things. Um, one. Robert Sarver, um, you, you heard about that, right? I don't know who that is, man. Bro, so Robert Sarver is the owner of the Suns, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's owner, the Suns, the yeah. The yeah. Owner, owner of the Suns and the Mercury and uh, Phoenix Mercury, Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury, and essentially the man does, the man just does some sexual harassment. I'm just gonna that that that's that's what it is. <laughs> it's I mean it's not funny, but it's like basically he's done a lot of stuff. Like he, they said, like at parties he would like be rubbing up against other yeah, men, yeah. like not even women, like other men, and making oh, comments. Apparently he said like the n word and stuff like that. And you know, like you know, like you got that one white friend who'd be like, "Well, they said it," so you know, I think it's that type of situation. <laughs> and it's just a lot of weirdness going on. And then, you know, the Phoenix Mercury, they had uh, Brianna, I mean, not Brianna, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner, right, right, yeah. Oh, right, she, you got that stuff. Yeah. Then the Phoenix Suns just flamed out the playoffs. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah, so all that stuff going on. Bad. And, and now you it's get, bad in Phoenix. You said what? I said it's all bad in Phoenix right now. <laughs> at, yeah. at the moment, yeah, it kind of is. So then. This is the, this is what's happening is the, the NBA was like, we're going to suspend them for a year. And then you got people like Chris Paul, LeBron James. Um, even the interim Phoenix owner is like, nah, nah, it's got to be longer than that. No, no. no. Yeah. So so it beca- but Adam Silver is trying to kind of defend to be like, no, he's the owner. Yada, yada, yada. You know, like you just the 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 year is better, yada yada. yada that works, but even like as they're saying, they looking at the info, they're like, "Nigga, what?" Like you know, like that that don't make no sense. No, no, for sure, yeah, uh, yeah. They, they gotta they gotta figure that out over there, man. They, they don't know what they got going on. <laughs> yeah, it's so you know that that's just really what it is right now. But then, as a juxtaposition, we have the Ime Udoka stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And I know you heard about that because Ime Udoka, his wife is Nia Long, who's a lot of people's, you know, like childhood crush type stuff. Yeah. And he has a, he, that's his wife. He has two kids with her, if I'm not mistaken. And he just received a year suspension for basically having an affair with someone else who was on the 
with another Celtic staffer that was on the team. And apparently there's more info to it. So I don't want to speculate too much because apparently it's way more serious than we think it is because Matt Barnes said something about that on social media. So when we look at both of these situations, Think thing is looking a little weird right now, bro. Yeah, I, I would say the 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 sons the sons situation is a little worse because it's, it has to do with sexual assault and the organization is just going all down bad right now. You could you could always get a new coach and stuff. I mean, it might not be the same type of coaching, but you know, I would definitely say the sons situation is a lot more serious than even going on for sure. But actually, it's crazy. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, th- I think the thing with me is like, I'm a, I'm not understanding as to why they both have a year when one is worse than the other, and it's kind of similar. If you want to put something else into it as well, the Deshaun Watson thing, you know right. what I mean? Like that whole Deshaun Watson thing that happened, and he only has ten games. I'm a Deshaun Watson fan as a as a football player, right? But the fact that he only got ten games, yeah. Sarver for what he did. He got a year. Ime Udoka has a year. I feel like those are three different things that deserve three different, like, you know, what's the name? Like, I feel like Deshaun Watson, yeah. granny, I think the difference is he never got convicted of anything because um, he settled majority of the cases and stuff. The right. Sarver thing is still, like, ew. And then Ime Udoka thing apparently is worse than what it is. But, like, from the – from the outside looking in, it's like, okay, he had a consensual relationship with one of the coworkers. Right. And on top of that, he did cheat. But apparently that staffer um had relations with like one of his bosses. Well, I never I ain't know I didn't hear about that. I ain't remember. Yeah, it's deep. <laughs> yeah, I hope it was worth it, man. Cause hey, it is what it is. Over near long though? Yeah, I mean. But we, but nobody knows, nobody knows what what goes goes down behind closed doors. Maybe, maybe she, maybe she, she could be a toxic woman. Who knows? You know. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You never know. But at the end of the day, again, like like Matt Barnes said on his social media, yada yada yada, because he had said something, and then he was like, he took down what he said because somebody called him that knows about the situation and said that is way worse. So it's, I don't, some not some don't feel right. You know what I mean? Like some don't feel. Yeah. right. Nobody never truly knows. We 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 on the outside looking in, so we don't really know, man. But I I do wish we knew the true story for sure. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I just have a podcast, and I'm just saying what I want, you know. <laughs> uh, for sure, for sure. That. Yeah, yeah. But see, everybody, you ain't the only one person who's doing it. There's a lot of people who have opinion on, opinions on it. So, yeah. sure. But definitely, I feel like Sarver should be gone. Um, yeah. because it's just true. Yeah, he tripping. He's tripping. He's trip tripping. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the, the, what ended up happening is that he's being pushed to sell the team now, and one of the a few of the people who were trying to buy the team are um Jeff Bezos is one of them. Ooh. Oh, which yeah, that's light. That's light. Kind of makes sense because it's like I mean he's done everything else. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. That's gonna be that, that's light money for him too. He can buy the team easily, man. He, that wouldn't put a dent in his pocket. <laughs> Yeah. No, like real stuff, bro. It's like, yo, like he he just adding to his list. It's like he just making his his uh his accolades, <laughs> just 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 gaining money, bro. Like easily, it's crazy for sure. Like if you had a billion dollars, bro, what like what like what type of like things are you checking off your bucket list of things you want to buy or own or whatever? I don't know, man. I know I'm gonna get a fat crib. 
Fat card. That's all. That's that's probably. I, I wouldn't really. Uh, I mean, you you got money to spend, but I I don't think I would just be going and blowing blowing bread. I'm definitely dropping a couple M's though, just off the rip though, just because you know what I'm saying. You got a couple billion. You got a billion. You definitely gotta just in the splurge and enjoy. It. I'm I'm getting a car, in a, in a house. That's probably that's probably all I, all I can think of right now off the top of my head. And some clothes though, of course. Probably like some shit for my my family. You know, just little. Sure. Nah, I'm investing. I gotta do something of that nature. I gotta do a little bit of everything, dude. I I got to, dog. I got to. You gotta invest your bread, man. Gotta oh. always way to 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 help your money grow and make your money grow rather than lose it. For sure. For sure. But um, Isaiah, I just want to I want to get right to the thick of it uh, with you. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, Isaiah again, he's a child friend, yada yada yada. But on top of that, he has a very like interesting uplifted story regarding his uh journey and track and things of that nature so um well one can you start off by saying like where are you right now and, and things of that nature okay so currently i'm in my third year uh at, well i just transferred to indiana state university where i'm a short sprinter i'm a junior where i'm um majoring in sports management mm. uh last month uh i transferred here from uh, indian hills uh junior college I mean, Indian Hills Community College. It's a junior college, uh, which was short for JUCO. Uh, I spent my first two years there where uh, I, I kind of got to really learn the ropes of college, uh, the ins and outs of, like, education and uh, the ex- experience of college track, but just not at a higher level. I mean, JUCO is there is faster, fast guys there, but it is uh, a lower level than, like, Division One. I. I wouldn't say D2 or D3. I feel like JUCO is probably is a level after um d1 when it comes to talent for sure but yeah really man cats is basketball football track it is juco is guys who um who either either um came from d1 just because of grades you know what i'm saying or d2 or whatever or just but usually a lot of bounce backs and stuff from division ones as well or just guys who, who had the talent to go d1 uh, but just not the grades. But so, Juco wow. has odds, man, especially uh, track wise. Uh, I mean, if you would have came to uh, indoor nationals, you would have saw all the big time Power Five schools like Kentucky was there, LSU, Alabama, uh, any school you Arizona State. If it was a big Power Five school, they they were there just because they know the talent and the depth that Juco um brings to the table for sure. So then it, is that because they're like, I'm not going to be able to get a scholarship on D2 and D3, so then they just go to JUCO instead? I mean, I feel like most people just wouldn't would, uh, would rather take their risk on trying to get to the Division One level. And JUCO can uh, offer you that. Uh, they can offer you that 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 experience, like I said, the, to, to uh, not only compete at a high level, but uh, also get your uh, your grade level, your GPA level up to, to the uh, Division One standard. So you don't have to. Um, what am I trying to say? You don't have to go Division three out of out of um, high school or D two if you don't have the grades. JUCO does give you that aspect of to where they give you another shot at, at your dream of being Division one. Very interesting. So then I kind of want to go back again. Uh, I remember we talked a little bit about middle school and stuff like that, which was a time in and of itself. Um, oh, you don't know, man. Um, we went to uh, Believers in Christ Christian Academy, right? And it was, it's a Christian school, but it's still, it, it doesn't have a lot of the resources and opportunities that many other 
middle schools and really high schools have either because it's it's, oh. it's small. It's small, but it's it's a black area. There's a whole bunch of black kids, whether it's inner city, and then I moved out to Brown Deer at the time. By then, yeah, by then I was already in Brown Deer, but I spent majority of my time in Milwaukee still. Oh, and basically, like I remember, like being back in the classroom and stuff. For me personally, I always remembered you was fast. Like that was one thing nice. that I always knew. I knew you were fast. Like because we we'd run. Um, let's say we're playing basketball. You first one down the court. We're um doing uh kickball. First one around the bases. Like is we used to be racing out there. Especially I remember Eli too. Eli was fast out there too. He used to be Eli was fast. racing. People don't know, man. I would tell people like well, we're from Milwaukee and stuff like that. They be like, oh, people think like Milwaukee is like farms and trees and Bro. stuff like that. Just say like Milwaukee, like there our school is a lot of black kids, man. They got hectic in there. But yeah, people just think people aspect of when, when they think of Milwaukee, they they, they think it's just cows and yeah. sheep. You know, you know that that's just trust me. I'm on the East Coast, and they think they all that in a bag of chips and all. That. Bro, they think they be gassing it, bro. They be like, moo moo and milk, I got cheese, cheese. Oh, yeah. like, bro, that's not me. <laughs> that's not what it is, man. Hey, Julia, you say real school wild, but you used to be in there. Easy, you you made it through, boy. We we try, sometimes we try to be on you a little bit just because you was a, the smarter kid and the the good kid. But you 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 held it you held it down in the trenches, big dog. That's what you gotta say. Y'all funny, bro. Y'all funny, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good kid. But um, <laughs> but um, so basically, you know, moving a little forward, um, we had our eighth grade completion ceremony, which was it was cool, you know, I, it, it was cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, um, but from there, we both went our separate ways, right? So I went to Brown Deer High School, and then you went to Destiny, right? Yeah, I ended up going to Destiny, and then um, I ended up moving to Arizona after that. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Arizona was cool for me. That's kind of what uh, opened my eyes a little bit more. To, to um, It showed me that there was more out there in the world than just Milwaukee because Milwaukee, like, you know, it's just, it, it, Milwaukee is Milwaukee. And, um, Arizona kind of opened my eyes because I, I kind of was wilding before that, even a little bit uh, wild, during, during, but um, a, a couple years into Arizona showed me that um, there's more out there than Milwaukee, like I keep saying, but um, it's a, it's a, a whole big world out there. And they're, they're, being, being a troublemaker is not, what I want to be anymore and kind of helped me change my life around for sure. Yeah, I definitely like I remember when I like I first talked to you again after a while and I like I was like, you seem a little bit different. Like, you know, like you just, you know, you, you feel like you wasn't trying to gas it as much because like, mm -hmm. you know, like in that type of stuff. But like I didn't I didn't know you went to Arizona. Um what what's what high school was that? Uh Westwood. I went to Westwood High School out there uh for a couple of years. Uh I'm glad I, I ended up um so this, I, I I didn't really start track um too early. I started track. I, I did do track for a year in um like sixth grade. That's like that's when I first met you guys. And then I uh, but I, me, I really got introduced to track when I moved to Arizona. Uh, so I, I ended up running for AZ Flames out there. Um, it's a it's a, a club track. My guy James, he, he his his dad team, but my guy James go to Texas A&M now. His dad was the uh, the coach for that team. But yeah, I ended up running for AZ Flames, and that was my first like introduction to track. And then I, I ended up running for Westwood High School, where that kind of um, expanded my love for track. But I'm not gonna. I ended up um, having to, to come back to Milwaukee um, 
I ended up getting into some, some trouble, man. I ended up fighting um, in the classroom. Uh, there was this guy. I have the video. It was this big old white dude. Uh, he was bullying this girl in the class and stuff like that. And um, I kind of tried to intervene. Woo woo. And we ended up. Uh, he ended up pushing me, man. And I, uh, we ended up fighting and stuff. Woo woo. And, and that little did I know that that would have come back to hunt me really bad because um, they ended up giving me a ten day. And while on my ten day, uh, I ended up having to get sent back home to Milwaukee, and that messed up my all of my um. Like my transcripts and my grades, bro, and my my credits didn't end up transferring. So I ain't like I had to end up reclassing, and that from there, uh, I had to take some time off from track. Uh, but then I ended up coming back, and then that's how I got back into track when I ended up running for Vincent. So because you know you were twenty twenty nineteen, but I had I had I ended up having to reclass to the class of twenty twenty. Uh, that, that's what really awesome uh, had led me to me having to choose to go to JUCO just because of my um what had ended up the situation that ended up going down in my life. But hey man, none of that. Um like a message to like kids like who are out there, you know, pushing their dreams. Don't let nothing discourage you, you know. Uh let let people crack jokes about uh your your current situation. You know, just like, never put your head down and keep your head up. Cause hey, like I said, all that all that went down in my life, but I I'm here where I am now, you know. So and once and once once you get to college, nothing that um that's one thing I noticed. Once you get to college, nothing that you did in high school matters ever at all. High school is a high school. College is its own experience and its own level. Totally of, different people, bro. You know what I'm saying so. What what whatever went down in, in high school does not matter at all in college, especially sports wise. You could be the man in high school. You could be the lame the lamest guy in high school. Once you get to college, none of that matters. So. Okay, so then let, let's let's go back a little. So in terms of that that fight that happened in Arizona, right? So they didn't give you any leeway because you were trying to protect somebody, bro, bro. No, I mean I, I ended up talking to the girl's mom. Like she was really grateful, you know, that I I kind of ended up stepping in for her. But I I, I I'm a, I'm gonna have to send you the video after this just so you can see what I'm talking about. But yeah, the dude was probably like six four, six five. Uh I was a little dude. Yeah, he, he's all in the girl's face, pushing her woo woo. And I kinda stepped in. I'm like, bro, you know, go sit down, woo woo. And it kinda escalated. He pushed me and then I ended up swinging on him and then we ended up fighting in the classroom. The principal and then they understood what was going on. And my sister was trying to come in and, and be like, okay, well he was protecting someone, woo woo, like, you know, they were they still ended up they, they still ended up um kicking me out and stuff like that. But yeah, man, it kind of that really, really set me back a lot. I, Cause I ended up coming back to Milwaukee, but I ended up coming to Mesmery. But it was like I, I ended up going to Mesmery in the middle of the year. With oh. so, you know what I'm saying? Like I came back, I came, I want to say I came back in like February, and they were already in school. So man, it was already it was all bad for me, man. So yeah, like I said, I had to you know, reclassing, but that's it, not crazy. Neither here nor there. Hey, man, that's all in the past now. So, but yeah, so. Is that like a is that like a the Arizona school? Was it like a white school or something like that, bro? Uh, it was a diverse school. Uh, it was a lot of Hispanics and a lot of um Caucasian. A lot of that makes uh, sense. There were a lot of um Mormons that went there, but there were there were uh, a decent amount of uh African Americans who went there, but it was usually mostly uh white and Hispanic. Mm. So then, okay, so you went to Mesmer, but then you went to Vincent. I ended up, I went to Mesmer, but I, I ended up leaving Mesmer after that that little um. First couple of my a couple months later, and I ended up going back to Destiny, um, and then that's when I ended up um, because Destiny and, and Vincent um, they they combined for sports, so ah. as they had a track team. So I was like, okay, okay, well, I, I kind of didn't get didn't get the um, run this year, so I'm gonna go see what Vincent's talking about. So I ended up going to Vincent, and 
it, it went from there, man. I, I ended up running, doing my doing, doing a little year there of running, and then I ended up um after my year there, uh, Milwaukee Mustangs is the AAU team. They uh they they noticed me running, and they noticed I was I I, I had some speed, uh, so I ended up running for uh on the AAU team, Milwaukee Mustangs, and I did a little summer track there, and then I um. I ended up uh, improving my times, and then I, I started getting a little college interest. But then um, going into my last year of school, I, I, we had an indoor season, uh, and I ended up running a 694 and a 60 and, like, 22-3 and an indoor 200. And that's what really ultimately got me uh, able to run for college track. That's when Indian Hills contacted me, and that's where I, I knew I had to go to the junior college route just because of my GPA out of high school. Uh, I, I I even spoke to some division division one schools uh, I, uh, when I was starting to graduate, and they were all like, um, "Nah, man, uh, your grades aren't good enough. You should probably have to go the JUCO route." So I already knew that I have to go the JUCO route, which was nothing's wrong with JUCO. It was definitely the best decision I've made in my life because, like I said, they got me ready for the next level for sure. Yeah, because uh, my friend actually, well, you you've known him too, Jalen Gentry. He went the JUCO mm-hmm. route too. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up getting noticed as well. And then made it to a D1. He's at D2 at the moment. But, you know, you can still go back up. Like, it's it's a route. Like, it, at the end of the day, as long as you're able to do what you need to do, then that then that's really what it is. So then when you got to Indian Hills, right, which is in Ottumwa, Iowa, because I, I did a little research beforehand. How was that experience there? And how, I mean, you stayed there for two years, right? So then what was, like, your mentality going there, like, was it like, oh, I'm getting straight down to business? No, no funniness, no funny game. Like, I'm, I'm on that. Man, Juco, oh man, it's a one in a lifetime experience, man. Like, I, that's something I feel like I'm gonna remember when I'm 90, man. That's something I, I never want to forget, cause, man, I, the bonds I made from Juco, like, I, I feel like I made some lifelong bonds with some of my, my, my brothers, man. They're my, they're my brothers for sure. Even, even some of the females there, like my dog Skinny, that's my, that's my sis for sure. That's my dog, but. Uh, Juco was something like I mean, like I would say it was it was, it was like a small family in a in a sense, just because I had no choice but to see the same people every day. Like man, it's so small. Like the campus was so small. I would come outside or I would I would walk out my room and see some of my teammates. So like, or we would like eat with each other every day. So you know what I'm saying. So seeing someone every day can kind of build that bond of of of, of a familyness. I would say, but um, coming into Juco, um, I definitely. Could have came in a little bit more serious, especially uh, in the classroom. I kind of my the year one, I I was I got stuck in a lot of pro, uh, procrastination. I would say, um, like I would this have normal, homework. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I would have homework and I would go be out partying rather than knowing I got an assignment to do the next night. Well, for sure, but uh, I definitely would have said I could have came in more locked in. But I, I I took care of my business on the track, and that was no problem. But it was in the classroom that would for me, which I had to really realize, like okay the classroom was more important than the mm. track. So then what was that moment where it clicked that you was like, okay, let me get on my stuff in the classroom too. After year one. Oh, okay. I, I, like I said, I had, I had the times, but I didn't have the grades. I was talking to some, uh, there's a lot of big time schools who were interested in me that I couldn't even communicate with them because I ended up coming into my, um my sophomore year with a 2.1 GPA. Uh, so I was, I, I uh, people don't know this, but I was about to go to a Division two school, uh, Minnesota State. I actually verbally committed to Division two school, Minnesota State, Mankato. But um, I also, I, I ended up deciding like that wasn't the right decision for me, uh, and I, I wanted to take the risk on myself to uh, actually take the time to raise my GPA 
and um, let try to see what 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 other offers I could get. So uh, I, I ended up uh, decommitting from um, Minnesota State, um, and I took that risk on myself, and I actually uh, it, it paid out because I I ended up raising my um, GPA from a two point one to almost a two point eight. It was like a two point seven five, and then once I once I hit that two point seven five mark. The schools are rolling in like this, like 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 they're rolling in. They like, okay, okay, we see that you you finally above that 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 the division one, the division one standard the, the, of two five, and they were like, okay, that's what I okay. thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, you feel me? So once once I once once I ended up raising my GPA, and that's that's when my really my recruitment started, and it, it started really late uh, in my sophomore year, which was I was really stressed out about, but better late than never. Hey, so. Okay, so then going back into uh, still JUCO life, Indian Hills and stuff, I remember seeing all your stuff on, on Snapchat and stuff because I, I don't even remember how I got you on Snapchat, but yeah. I, I just keep seeing the stories and I'm saying, like, you having the time of your life with these track meets going, traveling and all that stuff. Um, So then I have two things I, w- I want to touch on when it comes to that. One, how was that working out and just um the environment in terms of, working out, going to meets and, you know, balancing that in schoolwork. And like, how, how was that like? And then I got another one, but I'll let you answer that first. Uh, work, the working out aspect was fun because um, I had the luxury of working out with some fast guys for two years, like guys who were hungry. Like it was in practice, it was eat or be eating. You know what I'm saying? So I, um, I have my, my, my workout group where like, uh, it was about five guys who ended up going to the division one level. Like we, uh, my guy, Demoy went to Iowa. My guy, Kalen Walker went to Iowa. My guy, Justin Walden went to, um, Northwestern, uh, state. Uh, my guy, Kendrick went to, um, Alabama state. My guy, Aurel, uh, I don't, I honestly don't know where he's going right now, but he's the fastest out of all of us. And he, um, ended up, uh, I don't know what he has going on now, but he could have went to some really big major schools. But we had we had a fast group. There were guys uh, who like I don't know if you know track times, but all the guys that I just named were ten four guys or under, and that's fast. Uh, it was no lacking. You know what I'm saying? No no time to be be playing mm-hmm. around. That leads me to my next thing because I was looking at like y'all athletics thing, and I'm like, yo. For 2022, just 2022, when it comes to those, like, the, I think it was, like, 40s or 60s, there was um, the hundreds outside. I'm looking, I'm like, they four of the five records of 2022. I said, oh, that, you that know group saying? y'all had was fast. Bro, and it I, was, yeah. yeah. And, we, and we all came in together. We all came in as freshmen together, so it was crazy, man. We all, we kind of came in and, and, and took over, I would say, and we kind of helped really build that program. I mean, yeah, we had a guy named Kenny Bernerick who um he was a separate silver silver gold medalist in the uh, 200 in the Olympics, but he kind of put on for his school a little bit, but I would definitely say that the group that we had and the team that we had the last few years is what put that team on the map regardless of what he did. I would say we I feel like we had a a, a bigger a bigger impact on the program than he did for sure. And I feel like we need more credit for that. Yeah, like so I'm looking at this right now for outdoor yet the I think no, this is yeah, this is outdoor. So for the 100 uh, meter dash, you had the Kenny Van Derrick dudes 2019 10 10 2 After that, it's four straight 2022. Uh, a a, a rail Chan B 10 23, Des Moy Allen 10 35, Justin Walden, Walden 10 37, Isaiah Thomas 10 39. It's like y'all <laughs> right, <laughs> like right next to each other. Hey, 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 hey. I ain't gonna speak on that, but hey, I had to, hey, I had the best one of the easy. 
Hold on. I don't know who that is calling me. Somebody was calling me. But yeah, I ain't gonna speak on that, man. They're my dogs, man. So hey, when when legal times versus I don't know if you know when legal times versus when they the times, man. I had I had the best hundred season last year. I know I was forced on that list, but I was I there had the best season last year in the hundred. Hey, hey bro, at the end of the day, you're in the record books. Though. Oh no, I mean for real, after or real, after or real. Okay. <laughs> so then, um Oh, okay. So then uh going into the next part, um you, your time your time comes to an end. So now you're going into the next phase of your life. So how did the how did the sycamores start coming into play? I know you say I had a lot of D1 offers because of your GPA and everything increased. So how did that process start going from there? Um uh, honestly, Twitter. Uh Twitter is where I kind of started getting in more connection with coaches and stuff. And then I ended up talking to Coach Jeff, who was the head uh not the head coach, he's the associate's uh, assistant coach here. He's, his wife is the head coach of Coach Angie, but they called her we both called her Coach Martin. But uh yeah, we had a phone call. He actually called me while I was at a, a India Hills basketball game. And then it's just from there we had a nice conversation and then he put me into um put me in touch with the uh, sprints coach here, my coach, uh Coach Bertoli. And uh, ultimately, they just they just wowed me with um, their words, and I ended up coming on a visit here, uh, and I really enjoyed my time here. The the the, uh, the group that they had host me, showed me a good time, and also, I'm not gonna lie, uh, money talk. The offer they got me, the offer they offered me was uh, the best out um, of all the schools. I mean, they matched they 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 were matched by their rival school, uh, University of Northern Iowa. But th- th- those are my f- my only two official visits, and you uh, and I just wasn't for me. Uh, and I, that's that's really I realized like Indiana State was the school I was gonna come to. Uh, they, they they definitely wowed me when I came here. I enjoyed myself. So then, how's it how's it been going so far and everything? Because I know track season starts in the next few months. Uh, it starts, it starts uh, December. Our first meet December, That's but right. it it's been going good, man. I ain't gonna. I've been enjoying myself. This is definitely what I needed. Uh, I didn't want to go to a, a a too big of a school, but not too small of a school. This is a mid major school. It's a good size, and I like I like the diversity. There's a lot of African Americans, a lot of Hispanics, a lot of white people. I like a diversity, a, a diverse, a diverse school. Uh, my, my like I said, my guys have on, on the team have been showing me a good time. Uh, we've been going out, kicking it, uh, enjoying ourselves. Um, track has been going really well. School has been going really well. I'm I'm, I'm just in, I'm in a good place right now. Like I said, this is what I needed in life right now, and I'm I'm at peace, so I'm good. That's that's good, bro. And I'm me from the outside looking in, bro. It looks like you know you you keep doing stuff. You keep trying to do the best that you can. Like I, like I know you had said like when you committed and stuff. Like you really been through a lot. Like you were moving place to place. You were um trying to figure out what you were doing. So the fact that you're here now, I think that's that's just amazing. Like I think you said you was trying to find places to live or something of that nature yeah. as well, bro. Um, I ain't gonna lie, coming up was definitely harder for me. Uh, I always kind of bounced from crib to crib because my, my my grandmother raised me. Well, yeah, she had a little bit of help, but um, uh, yeah, I was especially throughout high school. I was all over the place. Like I I probably had about five cribs throughout high school. Um. Uh yeah, I was just bouncing from crib to crib, from home to home. I stayed with my uncle for a little bit. You know my uncle. Uh, Dan yeah, Dan. cool guy, cool guy. Yeah, I lived with him for a little bit. Uh, I lived my a little bit in my later years of high school. I lived with my sister. I lived with my grandma. Uh, I mean, I was all over the place, especially uh, even like the last couple of summers. I, I was kind of from crib to crib. Like even my last couple of years, in my first couple of years in college, like uh, I was with my grandma. I stayed with my uncle. I stayed with my sister. 
Uh, I've been kind of just bouncing from crib to crib. I, I kind of had my um, a little consistent spot last summer, but now it kind of finally feels good to have my own roof over my head. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm there's nothing wrong with um, I'm not I'm not trying to be sound like I'm ungrateful or anything because I'm I'm glad I had some um, a roof over my head. Like people were giving me spots, but it definitely could have been better situations. You know, of course, but some people some people don't got some people out there are homeless, so mm-hmm. I am. Grateful. Where I would the, the, the opportunities that I did have. So then, kind of leading to the end of of this, um, what what what's next? Like, I know you have two more years technically, or uh, actually, you get the extra year because of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So three years technically, if you if well, you uh, so. it's this year and two more years, I think. Yeah, this year. And yeah, so three years, yeah, three. Yeah. Um. So what what is next? Like, do you plan on? trying to go into the Olympic world or just the, in general, like uh, out of college meets and things of that nature. Or like, I know you say your major is sports management. <laughs> so, you know, what, what do you want to do with that? And, and then track, like what, what, what would be next? Um, I mean, I, I'm a fast guy. So hopefully I, I um would be able to, um to, to be able to make the Olympic team or, or make you just a professional. But like I said, my major is sports management. Uh, I'm looking more so into like facility management and facility operations. Like, but it, I I want to hopefully some, hopefully someday make it to like the big organ, organizations like like uh like the pro levels to where I can work in their facilities and help with their operations and 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 help the way that the facility is run. You know, but there are also a lot of um smaller organizations out there where you they they allow you to make an 80k to 100k uh helping run their facilities and and their and their their companies and their operations. You know, so. Um, man, I, really, really, I, what's next for me is uh, I want to say internships. I, 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 I heard internships are really where it's at. Uh, yes, I, I need to, I need to, to tap in with those. But I, I don't want to work for free, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a paid internship, dog. Cause uh, working for free is wild. You feel me? Yeah, but, it's um that college experience. I've done a, pay, a unpaid internship. It's not the greatest. Usually, the experience you get is pretty good, though. It just it depends on who you're working with. You have to make sure you get the right interest. If you're gonna do an unpaid one, you gotta make sure you're getting the most out of it. Because if you're not, then it's like, what's the point at that point? You know what I mean? But um, mm-hmm. I definitely feel that because I know we all are broke college students. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a job right now technically, so like I'm, you know, I'm doing my podcast on my own. Like I'm doing a lot of these things on my own. But this is something that I want to do, and it pertains to what I love to do, which so, is talking to people, communicating to people, and entertaining people. That's that's me. I mean, y'all y'all know me for a while, bro. Like I've always been an entertaining type dude, dude. That that's just who I am. So, but um, I do want to say thank you, Isaiah, for uh for doing this with me. Um, I really do appreciate it, bro. Like. You are, um, no. You always got me, bro. Um, hit me up anytime you come to Milwaukee or whatever. Well, I mean, I have to figure out when I'm in Milwaukee too. But uh, uh, yeah. you definitely got a link, bro. But uh I, I I really do appreciate it. And I this will really conclude the interview and everything. Um I appreciate you sharing your story, bro, because it really means a lot. Um oh, two people of just yeah. thanks for having me on here. I appreciate you, you know. Yeah, like, oh of course, but it's my dog, so I couldn't say no yeah so just um any last words that you want to say to like people um who've been in your situation or have you know just in general um trying to trying to live out their dreams and really don't really see that it's gonna be a little harder than they thought it was uh what i would just say is uh never give up really on yourself and always stay confident 
and stay humble. Um, like I said, um, anything that you got, if you aren't humble, it can be it can be taken in, in an instant. Uh, just like just as fast as you got it, it can be snatched away from you. So always remain humble and and keep grinding, man. Stay hungry. You'll never be complacent. Uh, at, if you're at the top, just always stay hungry. Don't feel don't feel complacent at the top. Like they say, it get lonely at the top, but stay lonely. You feel me? So that's one thing I would say. Uh, just just keep grinding, man, and never give up on yourself. Yeah, remember, there's always somebody looking out for you, bro. You just gotta, you just gotta look. You just gotta look and be like, oh shoot, you know. What's sometimes up? you gotta like look back and be like, dang, they really been there. But like, you know, you weren't paying attention because you grinded, bro. And that, that that's something that we all got to realize. So that. All right, so um, thanks for listening, everybody. I really do appreciate to this interview, my guys there. And uh, until next time. Peace. All right, my boy. Hey, everybody. I just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast today. We had Isaiah on, uh, and I really do appreciate everything that he did being on the podcast, talking about his story and everything. I just want to make sure I, I got the rest of my in- outro and stuff like that out and everything. Um, make sure you check out the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all the other things. We have the links down on the bottom for Isaiah's socials and for my socials and everything as well. Until next time, I know today was a little bit of a shorter episode, but trust me, next week we're going to be back with some more content and things of that nature. So y'all be on the lookout because y'all know I'm here and I'm here to stay and I talk about these weekly uploads and I'm going to make sure I continue to do so. I really love y'all and I appreciate y'all for continuing to tune in and just really been supporting me and things of that nature. It's been rough with school and everything and all that, but again, I really do love and appreciate every single one of y'all for continuing to tune into the podcast and just, you know, uh, just just being great people. I really do appreciate it. Um, So be on the lookout for more content coming soon and uh, yeah, love y'all. Peace.